0: My goodness. I have Peach on the pod today. How are you feeling over there?
1: Feeling good.
0: How are you? Feeling good, feeling great. Oh, I'm I'm pretty good. Just hanging out. It's been it's been one of those days where I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. But you know, you gotta have those days to stay busy and stay sane, I feel. It makes the vacation time in your life feel much better, I feel.
1: Yeah, I could definitely agree with that. I work with kids full time, so
0: Oh goodness gracious working with kids full time so when you get home i mean i would imagine you probably just want to take bong rips
1: probably one
0: too many deep right now <laughs> how many bong re- rips uh deep are you right now 3 3 bong rips yeah. very nice very nice are you one of the the stoners who when you take a bong hit it doesn't hit you for like maybe like 3 or 4 minutes in and then you realize like oh shit i'm fucking high right now um
1: yeah i mean like i can definitely tell how high i am right away but it's like once i have to make a decision then i'm like mm-hmm. oh no no
0: no <laughs> Right, right. Do you feel like the quality of a bong rip is way better than smoking out of a pipe or a joint or something along those lines?
1: Um, Personally, I don't smoke out of pipes at all just because I find them, like, super harsh um, personally. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. right now I'd say it's a tie between joints and bongs because I'm slowly trying to, like, wean off of smoking how often I do and, like, joints has have helped me do that.
0: So Can you can you roll pretty good or are you more of a pre-roll type of girl? It's a
1: pre-roll type of gal. Sorry.
0: Ah, pre-rolls. Pre pre-roll. I think everybody's pre-roll roll game now, you know, with all the dispensaries just having everything available at hand. It used to be though you had to go and get a zigzag or some kind of rolling paper or a swisher sweet, something along those lines and then try to roll, but I know women like You all be having those nails. It's like, damn, like, how could you ever roll something?
1: See, I've heard some girls say that they actually don't know how to roll without their nails because it Mm. helps them. And I'm like, I feel like if I were to even attempt, like, it would just be 30 minutes of me getting frustrated. So I don't bother. We have, like, our cannabis stores have outnumbered our Tim Hortons.
0: Tim Hortons. I've never heard of Tim Hortons before. What's, What's Tim Hortons?
1: It
0: would be like Canadian Dunkin' Donuts. Ah, Canadian Dunkin' Donuts. So, so Tim Hortons has donuts and coffee.
1: Essentially, yeah.
0: That sounds fun. That's that sounds pretty fun. I, I don't know. When I think of Tim Horton, I think of the the anime movies, or not anime, but the clay motion movies. Isn't that the same name? Is it the same guy? It was a hockey
1: player. So no.
0: oh. oh. shit. That's re- that's way off.
1: smidge just a smidge
0: smidge. yeah oh man well i'm back at it again man and i'm glad to have peach on the podcast right now what gave you the name peach why do you go by the name peach
1: it's funny that you asked me that because i knew that you would and i was thinking the course and i was like how do i casually tell you and whoever decides to watch that i kind of just like sat in my room one day and was like um what's something that's like an alias but is not extremely cringy if somebody finds it um i will admit that the first one was very cringy so i changed it
0: you have to Um, tell us what it is by the way when you're done telling us the story
1: uh so i eventually came up with the peach paradise because i was like actually looking through my vacation photos and thinking yeah. about how much I missed a vacation and was thinking about my bio and like the way that my profile looked. so I was like welcoming. The one that I had before hmm, was not as welcoming, kind of definitely very much cringy but um, <clears throat> anybody who's done business with me will know what it is because it's still my PayPal handle.' Uh-huh. It's peach puff.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I like that
1: yeah i I get dms and it'd be like good morning miss puff and i'm like oh this is spongebob okay
0: gotta <laughs> <laughs> give you the little drums right there but yeah peach puff i kind of like peach puff though i'm gonna be honest when i think of peach puff i think of like a few different things one is we know that you like to take bong ribs and smoke weed so i feel like it was probably a play on that am i kind of going somewhere with that a little bit
1: um it was actually powerpuff curls at the time oh. i was into watching um some of the old old episodes of like the very first season at the time so i was like orange emojis it's yeah i honestly didn't put much thought into it because um, I didn't think I would stay at it for so long and, like, actually mm-hmm. become, like, serious with it because right. I just didn't really have a whole lot of, like, anticipation for it. I had to be encouraged to actually stay into it, like, quite a bit.
0: Okay, so you have, like, a, a mentor in this whole FFC world or somebody that you're close with that does it as well?
1: What happened was, like, one of the very first accounts that I ever made which I don't even know like the ad that was for that one but it got like deleted in probably two months for all the guidelines that I went against but I ended up meeting one person on there who we were talking for that month they found another account that I made and that account didn't get deleted for like maybe four or five months and then I had quite a few guideline like reports again so I was just like you know what it's been a really long time so it was the only person who had ever given like my personal Instagram to so we talked for probably a year all while like I was doing personalized content for just them because I was like well one person like helping me get through college at the time is better than no financial support at all. So right. I was just like, you know what, this is like, I'm just gonna be grateful for what I have because like beggars can't be choosers. Mm-hmm. And the whole time that we were talking, like he just kept like continuously kept being like, no, like you should continue to do this and like make accounts, like pursue it. Like you would be really good. Like you could pay bills if you did, if you did this. And I was like, mm, I don't think so. So it took like probably like seven months or so for like it to finally sink in for me to be like, you know what, maybe I'll put some effort into it and see where it goes.
0: Do you feel like the momentum is changing in terms of like the growth of you having more business?
1: Um, I mean, I feel like it just fluctuates consistently just because personally, because of the profession that I'm in, I just have a lot of anxiety with like my taxes and stuff as it is. So I don't choose to do OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Um not that I have anything against it, it's just personal anxiety. So it just always fluctuates for me. I definitely gained a lot more followers this time around making my new account, but I like had somewhat of a platform to do so. So
0: Do you feel like not being on a platform like OnlyFans do you feel like sometimes it's uh more difficult to to meet people that, you know, would be, you know, interested in your work or do you feel like it's it's better cuz you get to personalize things much more and get to know your actual clients
1: i think it's a little bit of like in a sense ignorance is bliss because like i don't really know what i'm missing out like i have i made a burner account like a long time ago to see what it was all about and to use it as reference and not post anything mm-hmm. but it just seemed like so many people ran things so differently that like it wasn't really something that I could use as reference anyways, because everything was just like constantly reassuring me, like, just like, don't sell feet, sell your personality type of thing. Like people don't right. really care that you're here to do this because they know that you're doing this. They want to see like who you are, what else you have to offer type of thing. So like, I think it's just give and take. Like I, I think it's definitely harder to come across the people, but the overall experience, I don't think it affects very much,
0: so it would make sense that you found that there would be value in being on a podcast and chopping it up with somebody and kind of letting everybody see who you are,
1: oh, well, not only that, but like um having like accounts taken down and stuff now, after having somewhat of a platform, I'm like, well, at least this is also some validity, like like this I exist, and I'm not fake. Also, I've, like I said, I've clicked into some of the podcasts
0: and like seen the vibes and I enjoyed it. So like I reached out and I was like, Hey, I would yeah, no, I was, uh, surely appreciative that you were down to be on the podcast. I mean, it always is anytime somebody's down to get on and share their personality, share their stories, background and things of that sort. I mean, in a lot of ways, it's so interesting. I feel for the people that are out there, um, you know, uh, seeking you all, it's like, man, like, yeah, we love the content, but it's like, what else is this person about? What else do they do? What makes them happy outside of making content? Because in a lot of, a lot of times I feel like uh, the women are, you know, objectified as just, you know, like beat off material. Right. And it's like, nah, it's, it's much more than that.
1: Yeah definitely some of the dms that I wake up to are like it got to a point that early on to me getting like multiple dms in the morning I made a private snapchat account um for my friends and I blur out all of the ads and everything but I'll just like post some of the dms I get and I'm like and they're like how do you put up with it and I'm like because I just know that this person has nothing better to do with their life and like some of the stuff that they come up with like yeah it's horrible but it's like it's laughable because it's like why would you take the time to to say that
0: no totally totally let's uh get back on that topic actually because i got some interesting things to say about that but let's do a foot right quick (laughs) i I probably just blew your earphones out too (laughs) what's up everybody so this is daddy goods pop paw we got peach on right now i got all of her social handles that i know of anyways in the bottom of the screen if you're not watching this and you're listening it's ig at peach paradise just like it sounds number nine i got that right right peach Yeah. all right cool all right and then we got twitter at symbol peach underscore paradise nine if you want to go and see what she's looking like and how cool she is you can go and check out those platforms right there if you are on apple leave that review spotify leave that review apple smash that as an apple uh, youtube smash that like button asap because it surely helps the show yeah, and we're just gonna start. Let me uh, go ahead and shout out if you're here live, just start dropping comments throughout the episode. And you know, I'm sure they're gonna shout you I'm gonna do a few shout outs right now. Shout out to Hassam, of course, loyal Watcher. We got Chef NC, Coverland Darkness. We got CXVI, Andres Perez Jr. Just start dropping those comments, and I'm gonna uh, shout you all out as the episode goes see, we got some live viewers of us there. All right, and we're back. So it's interesting that you say that sometimes your friends, they ask you, like, how do you put up with that kind of stuff? And something just happened to me, actually. I was on my TikTok. I have a TikTok account. By the way, I just started this TikTok account not that long ago, and I post here and there operating a, a podcast and being pretty much the only one that runs the podcast, you know, as you know, as a content creator and what have you, sometimes it's a lot to keep up with all these different social media platforms and stuff. And this guy gets on my uh, just most recent post of a clip from one of the podcast episodes. And he says, Oh wow. you think you're all that cause you have a hundred followers on TikTok?" I'm like, like really? And then I click on the person's page, right? I'm like, let me see what this person is working with since you know they want to talk smack about me and stuff and no pictures no videos 10 followers i'm like why am i going to argue with somebody who doesn't have the guts to even post a picture of themselves or a, or a video of themselves you know
1: that's always what their account looks like to like every single time it's that or it's like some like animated character with like still no posts or like their posts are all like memes and it's like wow right good for you
0: you're doing big things, bruv.
1: Clearly, <laughs> with your like thirty followers and like, the, yeah, no, been there, done that.
0: But at the end of the day, do followers and stuff really matter? Definitely not. It doesn't always equal to dollars. I can say that.
1: Definitely not.
0: So I I worked at a bank once upon a time. I'm not gonna say which bank, but. It was crazy because I met somebody who had like hundreds of thousands of followers and shout out to everybody out there hustling and, you know, may not be in the positions that they want to be. But the point that I'm trying to make right now is that followers don't equal the dollars. So I met somebody who had a huge following online, you know, like at least hundreds of thousands of followers, but. You know, bank account wise, they weren't doing all that. So like the point being is like, man, you know, like, yeah, it's cool to have followers and all that. But I think like the the quality of the people that you have that are interacting with your work and what have you is always more important. So even if you, Peach, you know, having, you know, your social media platforms and what have you and Instagram and all these other platforms that want to continuously take down the model's work and the model's uh, pages, it doesn't really matter because you're still getting the quality people that do like you and they always come back it seems
1: yeah like one thing that i've noticed is that like i put it in my story like a a while ago because it's been been like a running theme almost in my dms where people are like oh like you're so nice or like oh you respond so well or like oh other people like aren't so nice or blah blah and like whenever I explore that further with anybody who like allows me to they just tell me like oh like everybody's just super rude or they blatantly make it about business like nobody wants to get any level of personable with it and it's like like I understand that you're here to make a hustle and like get your bag like same but at the same time it's like how like how do you feel good about making like custom content for your clients when you don't even know who they are like how how is that going to be enjoyable for them like how like i don't know so i I made it like a really big point to always like have the time to like talk to people personally and like catch up and get to know like check in when i have the time if like we talk often enough so
0: Yeah, no, that's great. Do you feel like you would only rather do customs and, and, you know, personalized content that is for somebody if you did speak with them first? Or is there ever somebody who just gets straight to the point and, you know, just tells you what they want?
1: Whenever people try and, like, get straight to the point, um, like, I try and ask as many questions as I can. Like, I don't try and make it too personal if they don't want to I kind of like feed off the energy that you give me so if you're gonna come into my comments all or my dms all about business then that's how I'm gonna treat it kind of thing um if you like continue to talk to me then I'll try and be like hey like what's up how are you like try and get to know who you are type of deal but it's um it's kind of like like a huge like I feed off of your energy just because like some days I'm talking to more people than others so I just don't want to be like putting out more than I can you
0: know what I mean right right so when you first started getting into it like did you see yourself doing like the specific content that you're doing now or like did you was it like too taboo for you at first or did you always feel comfortable with it so I was really
1: comfortable at the beginning with the idea of like the photos like no matter kind of like what they were as long as it and as long as it, it, oh my goodness, as long as it was like nothing new or anything because just out of comfort zone. Um, and then I realized that the whole popularity is kind of around videos. And then I was like, okay, like I can do that. And then at the beginning I was like, but I can't talk and you're not going to see my face because I'm not comfortable. So it was yeah. a while of doing stuff like that. And then eventually I got comfortable enough to show my face and then eventually I got comfortable enough to speak. So it was just kind of like progression. So what I see myself doing like next week might not be what I'm doing in a year from now.
0: Right. Is there, is there any genres of uh, content creation video creation that you feel like you would like to explore that you haven't yet?
1: So the most popular request that i get would probably have to be um like joy videos which like i'm not opposed to doing it i'm not opposed to doing it i'm not opposed to the idea it's just the fact like i think i genuinely have to angle my camera so that it's facing me but i can't see myself Mm -hmm. because if i watch myself while i say what i'm saying to start off with i'm just gonna be like
0: wait so it's the 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 angling of the camera that you you feel like you want to see yourself when you're doing this or don't want to to.
1: because it's just like i don't know like almost like stage fright with myself kind of just like i know other people are going to see it but like i still like i don't want to seem scared and timid in my videos obviously so like i have to sit there and get comfortable with it like when i first started doing videos like i would watch them and realize that like half the time my face looks really awkward in them which (laughs) caught me by surprise at the beginning because I did competitive dance for a really long time so like a lot of my pastime was around facials and making sure that like my face looked presentable so like for me to be like Uh in my videos the whole time I was like oh that does not look good (laughs) <laughs> like, i would have to sit in front of my mirror and just like practice facials again and like make sure that like i'm not looking awkward or mad or something because like resting bitch face is totally real in some of my videos when i like space out i'm like oh my god
0: hey don't you hate that when you're like in the best of moods ever and people are like why are you so mad you're like i'm actually really happy right now <laughs> That's me too. People always ask me like, why you always look serious, man? I'm like, I'm actually in an incredible mood right now. I don't know. I, I don't know why my face looks serious all the time. You know, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. Do you ever worry that like a video might get out there and circulate in a, in, in the way you don't want it to, like when you make your videos? Like,
1: I want like my ego wants to say, oh, like I know the people who I'm working with, and like they're trustworthy. <laughs> but like, there's also premates that I sell, so like people can just like hit me up and be like, I want this, and I'm like, key. So there's there is always the worry of like what if, as, or buts. But at the end of the day, it's out of my control. It's kind of just being able to take the measures that I could if it were to happen, like any type of like reporting and like also being being thankful to have somewhat of a platform to have support and like people aiding me with that and like not knowing that it's me and like all that stuff
0: right right so as you're probably quickly learning well let me ask you this do you feel like you're learning a great deal about the whole ffc
1: feel like i've
0: scratched the surface like it's it's just been almost short of a year same no i mean i feel like i'm just scratching the surface too um i'm always open about that with a lot of people is that i i'm just purely discovering everything about this whole community my damn self when people talk with me i i I try not to like come off like I know everything cuz I really truly don't. I'm brand new to all this as well. So, I'm just kind of gaining knowledge when I'm talking to everybody and, you know, just having a genuine curiosity about it all and just meeting different like stages of a uh, a model's life in this in this world is interesting because you being one year in, I've spoke to some people now who've been in for 10-15 years and you know, getting to know knowledge about their experiences and where they are and where they started and what have you is very interesting. So like with you being so fresh into the whole community, I'm sure you know by now that there's different kinds of uh, modeling. There's there's modeling that they do pics and content, kind of like the field that you're in right now. And then there's some that do the content and then they also do sessions and things like that they actually do meetups and things like that do you often get approached about those kind of uh options with the work
1: um yeah i get asked if i do sessions like pretty frequently um personally i, I don't think that that's something that i'm ever going to offer just like for boundary and comfort sake like i am one right. and not 100 pounds even and mm-hmm most of my clients are like in their thirties or older and like definitely twice my size and at least height, not always weight, but it's like, you know, safety, not saying that there is anything to worry about. It's just, I don't think personally I would ever do sessions. Plus like I've been in a relationship for two and a half years. So there's like quite a bit that aren't like that isn't within the boundaries of like what, me and my partner are like willing for me to do
0: yeah that's interesting right there so your partner knowing what you do for work and what have you what does your partner feel about all of this if you're comfortable talking about that
1: he like at first was not excited about it at all Mm -hmm. he granted as a 20 year old man boy so uh he had his insecurities to begin with and Mm -hmm. but he was a lot more accepting of it than i thought he would be and like way quicker than i thought he would be as well because i think he had to like use the mentality of oh it's just for money it's just for money it's just for money and like he he doesn't like to think about the fact that i do get personable with the people that i talk to because like he's still working on those insecurities right it's gotten to the point where, like, we can talk about what I'm doing now and, like, um, like the type of, not, like, the type of content that I film, but, like, the stuff that I'm putting, like, out on my, on my personal page and stuff, like, so.
0: What if he wanted to do, like, similar content? Like, how do you think you would approach that? You'd be totally cool with it?
1: By all means of he, I don't mean to sound rude, but like if he had the balls to ball like do it, he I don't yeah. know he he's he's asked me before because once I started getting like certain toys to film the content that I was doing, he was just like, "How come you never just asked me to be in the videos for that?" And I'm like, "Why would I ever ask you to do that when it's going to somebody else for you know what purpose?" And I right. was like, well, how can he just like never ask? I'm like, cause it would be a no. Tell me would it wouldn't be a no. And he was like, Well, you're not wrong. And I'm like, Exactly. <laughs> so like and I don't know, I don't know if know it's like knows. like an idea in the back of his head or what, but like it's something that he ponders on his own time for sure.
0: Does he know you're on this podcast right now? He doesn't know that I'm on it, but i will tell him about it afterwards shout, shout out to you homie shout out to you he'll he'll see this part right here i don't know it sounds like he might be kind of like interested in that if he's bringing it up i mean you know
1: yeah well i think it's just also like it consumes a lot of my time so i think he's just like very curious as to like what you could you be doing all of this time but i don't really break down like having to do like individual shoots and then having to do the edits myself and like picking out what photos I even do and don't like. And then like even a five minute custom video sometimes can take me like 35 minutes because like I'm just setting up my lights sometimes like I'm changing my outfit. Like sometimes I don't like the way the first eight minutes of a 10 minute video is. So I have to start over again. So it's like there's a lot. Yeah. It's like, damn
0: man it takes forever to do content. Sometimes it, uh, it, it, (laughs) I I try to tell, um, my wife, she does content for eyebrows, right? She she has an eyebrow business where she tattoos eyebrows and stuff and she's getting into content creation and whatnot. And I I told her when she was starting to make content for the eyebrows, I said, it's going to take a lot of takes. Sometimes you're not going to get the right one on, on every shoot because I'll sometimes have her help me. And I'll say, hey, could you hold the camera for me right quick? I want to do some content. I want to make like a video, maybe a comedy video, or whatever, whatever stupid video I want to make at the time. And I'll have her film me. And then I'll say, oh, let me do another take. Let me do another take. It'll be like five, six takes before she's like, really? And I'm like, you'll get it eventually when you're doing content for your eyebrow business, right? <laughs> you'll see that like it takes, it takes a lot of takes sometimes. And sometimes it'll take like, Hours just to get a thirty second or a one minute clip, you know.
1: Yeah, I know. And like, I was fortunate enough to work a job in the past that taught me how to use camera equipment and everything, and taught me how to work with lighting and poses and everything. But the type of photography that we did was like single shot photography because we did like yearbooks and stuff. Um, so it wasn't like portraits, like self-portraits or anything so i'm just like now learning that people who do like self-portraits and content by themselves are using like shutter settings and i'm like i never thought of that And then use a shutter setting i'm like well now there's 35 million pictures but there's way more that i like but now there's way more that i need to edit
0: yeah that that part that part i feel you on that um Let's get back on that. We'll do a foot footmercial, and then we'll come back to that. What's up, everybody? Once again, this is Peach, and this is the Pop Pod. Smash the like button if you haven't already. And leave those reviews of course let's see some flames in the comments how about that some flames i see hassan drop some flames shout out to jeff newport dropping flames i see joe beats says he loves this podcast well i love that people watch this podcast and enjoy the guests and respect the guests dante Malvinki says beautiful absolutely I think I chose the most gangster beat possible for today's podcast. (laughs) Oh man! Xbi drop some flames. I see you. Appreciate y'all. I gotta ask Peach. Speaking about that gangster beat right there. What kind of music do you listen to?
1: Anything but country.
0: Anything but country?
1: I hate country. Like, so much it hurts my soul.
0: (laughs) Old country or new country or all country?
1: Anything with an acoustic guitar that isn't (laughs) acoustic metal. Right. If it's not the acoustic version of something, I probably won't listen to it.
0: Man, there's some uh, some singers that do acoustic versions of songs that aren't acoustic and just absolutely kill it. Like that William Sing 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 I think his name is William Sing. Do you know who I'm talking about? They don't. Okay. Well, there you go, everybody. That's somebody that you should check out. He's a singer and he does like pretty much covers of popular songs and he just absolutely crushes them. Sometimes he does it with an acoustic or he remakes the music. And does some singing, and it's super fire. But, I mean, I feel you on that. I I could see why some people wouldn't like country. It had to grow on me, actually. And it didn't grow on me until I went to an actual concert. And then I was like, oh, I get it. Everybody's happy. Everybody's waving a lighter around. I've never been to a concert like that before. And I'm like, I think I like it Everybody
1: now. Everybody was waving a lighter around when I went to a heavy metal concert during the Slow Song. So, really? Yeah. I went to uh, a Slipknot concert not too long ago, and uh, they played, like, I think they played Snuff for the first time in, like, eight years in person, or maybe even, long, I don't know, something. it's been a long time since they played it in person, and, like, everybody had their lighter up for it. That's I was dope. surprised to see no iPhone, like, flashlight. Like, there were some, not a whole lot.
0: Do you think you would ever get down in a mosh pit?
1: I would have to have like running shoes on if I did that like like they'd have to be high tops um, mm-hmm. and a helmet,
0: okay, high tops and a helmet, no that makes sense in case you fall, you gotta make sure you don't crack your head.
1: yeah, they actually stopped the mosh pit a couple of times though somebody had a seizure,
0: oh damn, that's not good,
1: some broken bones, some blood,
0: oh gosh. Well, they're going to have to really start stopping it now with all the stuff that happened with Travis Scott at his concert.
1: That's actually, like, very common at his concerts. The last one was the worst, but they always riot at Travis Scott concerts, apparently, which is something that I learned after his tour.
0: Yeah. See, I have seen a lot of videos of them doing that. So yeah, it doesn't surprise me either. A lot of, a lot of rappers concerts, it seems there's a lot of mosh pits now it used to be just the rock and roll concerts or the, the, the metal concerts or what have you. But now it seems like any artist that can get the crowd hype, there's mosh pits. I've never joined a mosh pit. I would be pissed if somebody punched me in the head, but I guess that's the point. Is that the point of a mosh pit to get pissed? I uh,
1: like Whenever I hear certain people talk about mosh pits, they all say that there's, like, these unspoken rules that, like, if somebody's on the ground, like, you help them back up, and, like, it's just supposed to be people jumping into one another. But, like, whenever I've seen mosh pits, like, whenever people get the first, like, thought, like, they're able to collide with somebody, it's usually, like, a broken nose or fire. Oh, goodness. So, yeah, I don't really... I think the intention is to have, like safe like people to jump around into i don't think that ever happens
0: right 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 well hopefully i i never have to deal with a mosh pit but i do got to ask you a very ffc related question in regards to a mosh pit if you were a giantess mosh pits wouldn't be a problem would they Yes, <laughs> not do, do you ever make any content like that
1: I yeah I have not too much I've more recently gotten like the requests too
0: yeah I um from what I understand it's actually frowned upon to to do some of the crushing that is requested I see a lot of times in the comments people are requesting like bug crushing and things like that and it's like kind of crazy
1: some very controversial things and if I'm gonna be honest I feel like bug crushing is like the least of the problem for some people like obviously it depends on the insect i feel like it shouldn't because all insects should matter but like i don't know i some of like the religious things that i've seen like people stomping on like bibles or like other very religious texts it's very very broad variety
0: yeah no i i could see that so with, with it being an issue like do you, do you feel like those things are an issue for you personally doing any of those
1: when i first started um i believe it was the beginning of winter so there were no ants outside and that was the only thing that i would be willing to consider crushing and then i went through some like I don't want to do it for money because it's bad energy phase. And then I was like, "Mm, they're ants. So I'm just waiting for summer now.
0: (laughs) Damn, I could feel that. Ants are really fucking intelligent, though. So it's like, damn.
1: Yeah. I wish I knew more about ants. All I know is that they can carry like seven times their body weight.
0: Yeah, and they and they build whole ass like colonies, and they protect the queen ant and all that stuff. Even like bees and a lot of those insects are way more intelligent than a lot of people think. I mean, I don't, I I don't really, you know, I don't get too deep on all that either. But I have recently became one of those people that if I see like a bug crawling on the wall or something like that, I'll actually like save it and like take it outside. But I used to just not give a damn. Just ah! <laughs> you know, see, and
1: that's why I had. a like a hard time coming to the whole like ant thing or whatever like I still don't do crickets or beetles or anything but like ants I, I've become accustomed to but I've always taken like spiders and stuff outside when I see them because I've always felt bad because the way I look at it is if I was just like sitting here chilling like I wouldn't want somebody to squish me if I was minding business so like <laughs>
0: No, you got a point right there. But see, I think where the double double standard comes in with that is for the people who do think it's messed up. I bet you they still have a can of Raid under their sink and when they see a huge trail of ants they probably spray them all. But when it comes to you know videos and what have you, you know they won't they won't do it or whatever. I mean I get it. everybody has their boundaries and morals and things like that, and that's super dope. I'm not hating on anybody that doesn't do it, by the way. I, I I don't. I'm not particular on any of those videos, by the way. It's just interesting to me because it's something that is so out there as far as what's being requested and stuff. It's like okay, or or food play with with feet and things like that. See, I
1: can. Understand like food play and stuff a little bit more than like I feel like one that I had a little bit more trouble understanding until like I asked like more questions. I still feel like I need to ask more questions about some of them, but one that I have still a hard time understanding would be vor, like the the fetish of being swallowed. Like Uh. I don't quite understand it. Oh, sorry, my phone is telling me it's dying, but um. <laughs> yeah, I don't not judging it, not against it. I've made plenty of I think that's almost probably the most that I've done is like crushing and like Vore combined in the video. I don't I don't know the appeal, but sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> I I wanna ask a little bit about Vore because I actually I'm unaware of war, so how would you make a a custom war video?
1: Um, so essentially, the ones that I've done so far um, are only for like a small group of people, but over the course of time, so I've gotten comfortable doing it very certain ways. So there might be other ways to do it, but basically, the ones that I've done is um it's kind of like a giant spov where um they're like somewhere small on the floor you find them and then you like pick them up and like you eating them is like pretending to eat your phone sometimes the camera stays black uh depending on request or like sometimes you like pretend that you've eaten them you like set the camera down and then you like talk to your stomach because like they're in there
0: Ah, uh, i wonder if see i got I got a out there idea for for content, for content. What if you got a very small camera, tied a string to it, and swallowed it? That would be fucking crazy.
1: I mean, I totally missed out on the opportunity when I saw, like, a gastrointestinal specialist. I could have, like, asked him for the footage oh. of him, like, going down my intestines, but... I don't know if that's something they actually record or would have released,
0: but you know, I f- I feel like they would have to actually because it's it's your body, right? That you know the all the-
1: specialist be like,
0: hey, do you have that video? I want. Like it. yeah, for real they'll Be like, hey, hey, can I? Yeah, let me get that. Um, I I have some concerns. I feel like I need to see it. Can you email it to me? And then and then boom, you just you just got a clip that's gonna you know make you a ton of money. See everybody the on the pop pod you get business ideas too. I'm I'm a marketing consultant, everybody. So you know. See, I don't
1: think everybody wants to actually see all of like the marijuana resin inside of my socket.
0: <laughs> shit, shit, you never know, man. Uh, people are into a, a lot of a lot of crazy things. I'm I'm learning and discovering. Crazy in a good way though. I mean, remember everybody, it's not kink shame, it's just not kink same. So yeah let's dive into a foot marshal and then we'll figure out what's next remember smash that like button everybody You know when you hear the, the explosions and the, the clapping it, that I'm coming back, huh? <laughs> so, um, well, Peach, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Is there anything you would like to tell your fans before you got off the podcast today? Um,
1: other than, like, thanks for joining. Um, I hope I hear something about it later on, maybe in my DMs. Um, thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's sure an honor that you would come and be on the podcast and, you know, hang out with me for a little while here. Hopefully we can do it again in the future. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, you know, with the podcast just just growing and growing, you know, I'm sure you're going to probably hear something at some point, you know, hopefully after the podcast. So if you all are on here right now, watching or listening, make sure you hit up Peach, her IG. If you don't know it already, if you do not follow her, it's Paradise 9 and Twitter is Peach underscore paradise nine. So make sure you all holler at us. But thank you, Peach, once again for coming on. And uh now you can go and have some more bong rips and uh <laughs> and get yeah. get even more faded tonight.
1: I think I'm gonna go do that and get some like fast food or something.
0: Ah, that sounds like a great idea. And me, I'm gonna go and hit up the gym and See how buff I can get for the summer. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. (laughs) All right, Peach. Well, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Don't go anywhere. I'm going to holler at you after this little outro clip. And appreciate you all for watching. We out.